0: Greetings, and welcome back to Disneyerds Plus, where we talk about your favorite Disney Nerdy shows on Disney Plus. This is episode five of Moon Knight Asylum. Moon is the title of this one, which pretty much immediately spoils the end of the previous episode, but <laughs> uh it's Saturday, April 30th, 2022. I'm Shane. Mike what is going on, Mike? We uh, we missed a we missed a Wednesday, but we uh, we're making it happen still.
1: It's Saturday,
0: it's Saturday, which might end up being the case next week. We got to talk about that. But uh, I was in Vegas, so uh, that was what was preventing me from doing a show.
1: I'll be going to a Brewer game next weekend, so, or next Wednesday. So,
0: yes, nice.
1: May the fourth be with you. <laughs>
0: Yes, very exciting. I uh, always wanted to go there for that. Uh, and they get a Yoda shirt,
1: too, so oh, that's a plus.
0: Any bobbleheads this time?
1: Uh, I don't, I heard Yoda shirt, that's about it. So I'm, that makes me happy.
0: Nice. That's cool. It's functional. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, I just watched the episode... Um, and, uh, you rewatch the episode, sounds like. But, uh, before we do that, of course, we must talk about. Previously on. Moon Knight. We need to, uh, just quick recap the previous episode, which we had. Steven and Layla, they were on their way to after. This was after the. Uh, it's hard to remember now, but after the stars uh, turned, that was the deal. They, they went off to the tomb and they, uh,. They, I'm trying to remember everything that happened here, but <laughs> there was there was a lot of tension between Mark and Stephen, and um, by the time they got there, they uh, this, we had the whole thing with them uh, sort of fighting. Uh, Stephen kissed Layla, and Mark was mad about it and punched him and threw him down into the tomb and everything. There were some mazes, a maze going on down there, all sorts of things, and. Uh, Layla got, oh yeah, they have the dude with the, the cutting up the things on the table, gross, gross oh, yeah. guy. <laughs> and then Layla, one of the
1: priest, that's basically what he was. Oh,
0: the gotcha. Or oh, a, a high player. priest or whatever.
1: Yeah. He gets buried with them. It's fun.
0: Oh, nice. So then Layla, Layla got kind of, uh, separated temporarily. Had to make her way along a ledge chased by that, so we thought she was, fell off into this hole, and then, and then, uh, Harrow ended up telling her, revealing more things about Stephen, uh, and her father, and then, meanwhile, Stephen found, uh, the tomb of Alexander the Great, and ended up digging out his, uh, Ushapti, or wait, uh, Amit, Amit's Ushapti, of course, and, um, Ushabti. Yes. I'm probably saying that wrong, but (laughs) then, you know, she confronted Mark about it. Well, she wanted to talk to Mark about it. Ended up, um, ended up having a little conversation about his, his past there and what all went down with her father. And, uh, then wound up, uh, ended up coming in and, uh, we had, um, couple shots to the chest by old Harrow and Go took, Harrow. Us, took us to a, a f- fancy, <laughs> fancy, <I don't> know. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say a, a fancy asylum of sorts. Uh, like Apple, the Apple the- asylums. <laughs> Apple Asylum. <laughs> Sounds like, a, yep. like an SNL sketch or something. I like. mean,
1: it really was. <laughs> I was like, that's all I thought about it. I was like, because I was recently in an Apple store. And yeah, it just reminded me. I was like, oh wow, it's so white. <laughs> or like you know the 2009 Star Trek bridge, where or Enterprise bridge, where it's all white.
0: Oh yes, nice. Yeah. I
1: didn't even something about the noticed. Apple.
0: Interesting. Deal. What's the The bridge was all white in in the 2009 Star Trek. I didn't even I don't even remember that now. Yeah,
1: they kind of refer to it as the the Apple Bridge. <laughs> Apple Bridge, nice <laughs> because it it looks like kind of like the Apple Store.
0: Yep, so that's where they were, and uh, we had a, a bingo going on, and all these other people that he had uh, previously, we had previously seen in episodes uh, earlier, and then we even had Layla in there, and then we got the whole thing with Harrow, and oh, of course the the TV uh, showing of, of the movie, uh, the, uh, with Stephen Grant in it, the The Indiana Jones, Stephen
1: Grant, whoever. Yeah.
0: And, that uh, was weird.
1: I was really weird about that.
0: (laughs) And then, um, eventually, yeah, we get Steven running or Mark running away, running into Steven as its own, a separate, a lot actually that happened last episode (laughs) running into, um, Stephen as a separate person, and then at the there was a because he was in like a a sarcophagus, and and then we saw another one rattling around, and they keep running, and then we then we at the end get the the hippo uh, god uh, that opens the door and leaves us. (laughs) Leads directly into this episode. So let's dive right into that. The very beginning of this one, we we see, we don't know at the time what, what's going on, but there's a cave and some screaming that happens that leads directly into the screaming at the, which I, I wrote down some notes, the, as Harrow described it, Dr. Harrow, the Put- Putnam Medical Facility in Chicago. So we get a little more information about what this facility is, and but is it real? <laughs> right. So then we get Harrow saying that he he did not shoot him, and go you know keeps trying to tell him what he thinks reality is, and you know ends up talking about now now is all this that's you know in your head sense or nonsense. Expert, so he starts actually convincing Mark that it's his nonsense with a question mark at the end. So then we get, for one reason or another, he's taken right back to the hallway where uh, you skipped a part. Okay, go uh, ahead. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, so, when did you realize though? He looks beat to hell, as when he wakes up from the screaming from seeing the hippo, and as his nose is all broken or has a bandage on it. If you notice his talking, it's not the same as Mark or uh, Stephen. Doctor Harold thinks it's Mark, but if you notice how he at the when he starts grabbing stuff to try to like like go after Doctor Harold, that's not the same voice. <laughs>
0: So what the was? Other two. What did the voice? How was? How did it differ from the other two?
1: Oh, he had like a more of like a like a a Brooklyn kind or not Brooklyn? Maybe like well a Chicagoan because this is probably the Chicago persona of Jake Lockley.
0: But you could also say fairly easy to miss. Probably intentionally easy to miss.
1: <laughs> if you're if you're looking for it, you can see it. Sure
0: what's uh because you're
1: like why is his voice different in that part and why is he beat the hell and then you see different versions later on but i mean if you put those all together you know it there's three personas that we're going through at the beginning here
0: well yeah and i think that's why we see the uh the rattling i was really i really thought we'd get more info on that in this one but we hear the different voice or i'm sorry the um when we saw the sarcophag- other sarcophagus rattling around in the other room, we still that's, think that's, that's...
1: That's Jake. Right. I think that's Jake right there.
0: Yeah. I oh. was, so I'm guessing that'll happen till in the last episode. We'll find out more about that. But mm-hmm. So anything else in between there and when we see the hippo again that I missed? <laughs>
1: Oh, when he gets he gets the shot and then he wakes up and he's like, man, those are great drugs. I'm like, no, that's, yeah, you're good.
0: And you can okay. C- continue. Okay. I'll catch great. you if you don't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we that's have the hippo, uh, um, ta- I don't know how you pronounce it now, ta- wet or whatever. What is it? wet Yeah. She starts talking to them and telling them how they're actually quite dead. Despite them being very conscious, uh, separate consci- consciousnesses, <laughs> consciousnesses, the word. Consciousness is consciousness, yeah. It seems like a hard word. Anyway. Work. <laughs> she explains that they're in the realm of the Duat.
1: The realm of the Duat.
0: And, yes, how she's tower, Taroat. <laughs>
1: Towel ret, towel
0: ret, towel ret, towel, ret, ret, So like towel, but ret at the end. Towel ret. It's like
1: t- ta- like t- it's T A W R E T. So towel, like you're saying towel, but towel ret. Yes, tau ret. Say it to fast. Towel ret, towel ret, towel ret. Got it. Towel ret, towel ret, towel ret, towel ret,
0: towel ret. Thank you for that. Okay, she's she's the goddess of women and children. Oh hey, we got. Uh sorry, AP dubs, just saw you there. You're the, you're an Apple Bridge, uh Herschel, good old Jake, best persona ever, or else. Nice, thanks. Okay. Um Taurette is the goddess of women and children. And I think we talked about last time they said something about like childbirth birthing specifically, maybe in there, I thought, but something.
1: She's like the goddess of maternity or something. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Which is uh, interesting, based on this particular episode. But um, and so she also talks about how how it's the um how the realm realm of the duat is uh an afterlife, or is that is that specifically the realm of the duat? I think I thought so. Um, the,
1: the yeah, the sand like going through the sand is the realm of the duat.
0: Oh, right, and and I should probably say so. That's at one point, um. Let's see here. So she's talking. That's right. She's talking about all this. <clears throat> we, we've, we don't really, so, so far we're still just seeing the, the hospital and, or the asylum. And uh, yeah, so talks about, she talks about how it's an afterlife. And then she even makes mention of the ancestral plane here being one of the others. And remind me again, uh, w- what is considered in other Marvel things, the ancestral plane.
1: That's pa- that's Black Panthers. Uh, okay, wasn't uh, there... basically their place? So I must mean they, that's why they they think like because they 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 worship Bast, which is a real Egyptian god or goddess. So maybe it's like her ancestral plane that they made. She made for the Wakandans. I don't know.
0: Interesting. <laughs> like
1: maybe the Black Panther is like a avatar of some sort for Bast. Hmm.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i
1: just blew the minds of people
0: i think that was and one of the things that. new rock stars talked about was all the different things that i thought were part of the ancestral plane but and because he made it seem like initially that uh this was going to be part of that or something but
1: it did look purple if, i mean if you look at the Black Panther movie, there was a purple tint to it. I mean, it's this so purple, yeah. but had clouds. So maybe it's it maybe it's got to be a possibly same like area. You can switch over to other mm-hmm. planes. Maybe I don't know.
0: this kind of reminds you know. me like this is what the Marvel Marvel's going in all these different realm directions like. The multiverse, multiverse and this and the, of
1: madness.
0: It kind of actually reminds me of the latest World of Warcraft expansion because they went to like the afterlife for that with Shadowlands and it's like so many different layers and levels going on everywhere. But Yep. <laughs> Mark uh at this point is like straight up we're we're crazy. <laughs> we're uh talking to a talking hippo, we're experiencing this weird asylum and everything and so he's he's really you know, he's getting hyped up. Yeah, he's um, he's he's caving, thinking this is all like that. They're just they're just nuts, <laughs> and so much he gets he gets so riled up that he opens up the double doors because he's expecting to see bingo or whatever beyond him, and instead they're on <laughs> a. A boat of sorts, a almost like a what looks kind of like a giant gondola or something, or a it's Viking ship. Boat. It's an Egyptian boat. It's specifically? An Egyptian boat. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I don't know what the what the name might be specifically, but they are just, a, just an Egyptian boat. <laughs> just say Egyptian boat. That works. So but, they, you know, you got
1: the Greek boats, <laughs> right? Ireland boats and...
0: right? So they're Carry on. they're on. Sand, though. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, well, what do you call it? Not float, well, kind of basically floating, flowing through the sand. It's
1: like, it's like they're acting like they're on the Nile or something.
0: hmm So out there we've got Taurat is kind of steering this thing, I guess. I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. she she's doing that the whole time took a temporary uh <laughs> temporarily walked away to talk to these guys, but so they're like back out autopilot, yeah
1: <laughs> or yeah, autopilot
0: or maybe she maybe can one of
1: the maybe one of the monkeys that are around there were doing it for her. <laughs>
0: yeah or well, something like that, maybe she can steer it with with her conscious con- there's that word again <laughs> consciousness consciousness <laughs> um, so she's got one of those scales out there, well. She has a scale out there, uh, which is similar concept to Harrow's uh, tattoo scale. Just same a physical same, scale. It
1: is the same concept. Yes. I mean, yeah, the, the the scaling thing, but they just now they're showing why how that was kind of connected to from the first episode to this episode.
0: Yep. And then She's she still unbalanced
1: because he's got two consciousnesses in him
0: yeah i did it <laughs> good job <laughs> so she goes ahead and takes literally i guess literally takes out their hearts kind of just of stone takes of
1: stone don't forget stone.
0: i was gonna say they looked different i didn't know what uh quartz
1: maybe kind of like quartzy.
0: yeah oh which is probably what the end of harrow's uh Kane was Dr. Harrow's Kane. I'm guessing that was Quartz. Dr.
1: Harrow!
0: <laughs> aging Dr. Harrow. Uh, <laughs> takes She takes those out, puts... I thought, at first, I didn't know if it one was going on one Wait a minute. Or... Takes
1: those out? You're like, she takes those out, like, wait, whoa, Shane, this is supposed to be like a PG-13 only. <laughs> she takes those.
0: She takes their hearts and places hey. them on one side of the scale, uh, and then it's like a feather on the other? Okay. What is the. Do you know how, the reference to the feather at all? Like if that's another god or something? It's, or?
1: it's so, isn't it something to do with Osiris? So, so okay. I think that's. I don't know. But. I mean, Look, it's. Basically, guess, you're supposed to balance out.
0: I guess is the bird, so. Could that be something with it? Or what is Osiris again? What's the. Remember that? I no one.
1: idea. Of it. I'm not uh, up to date on my Egyptian lore.
0: Gotcha. Well, there's so there's a feather on the other side, and so the other thing she talked about was uh you know if they if it balances that they'd be taken to the field of reeds, right? Which is mm-hmm. like Elysium or whatever, or uh, paradise. Paradise, right? That's- she notices, though, of course, that the, the scales are still not balanced with them. And they're so they have to go back into the asylum part of this boat. I guess it's in the boat. <laughs> and go through the memories. So they have different memories in, in different rooms of this place. And they walk by one where it shows one of them standing in front of a vehicle and Mark kind of plays dumb about it. Like Steven asks if he remembers it and he's like, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's kind of, you know, hesitant about it, but then they keep moving and they, they hear a, a boy scream in one of the rooms. So they head that way. And in there they have a room of all these dead bodies sitting up on desks. And, you know, they're kind of like, okay, room of dead bodies, and and Steven makes a comment like, this must be yours, or whatever. And it is. It's pretty much all all the people that he's killed over the years. And then, Steven gets... A little worried when he sees a boy. Like, why is there a boy in this room of all these, you know, people you kill?
1: After, after you gave Harold that speech about killing kids, kids uh, for their actual date to die.
0: Right. This boy, on the other hand, appears to be alive, and uh, Stephen tries to talk to him. He runs off. And then we're taken to a flashback of his family at like a, I guess they're just in their backyard or something, but they're grilling, like grilling out or something in the back. And he notices, so this is um Stephen that's experiencing this because he's the one that went to chase after the boy. And he notices he has a brother, but Stephen at first, He's like, wow! I I had a brother. He, he he acts like he didn't know this. This is like some of this is coming together as I'm even talking about it. But <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> they go off to. Yeah, they go off to a cave that. Uh, Mark. They are saying Mark, though. Even though this is Stephen experiencing it, they're using the name Mark.
1: Well, didn't Mark? Yeah, or Mark got locked out of the place.
0: That's right. Really. They so Stephen
1: was just there on his own. Mark was trying to like freaking out, trying to get him, get him out of there because he didn't want him to like know what's going on.
0: Because mm-hmm. for yeah, right. And it was a literal door of the uh, asylum that they were, um, that they were locked off out of uh, that that Mark couldn't get into in this particular memory, and. Mm-hmm. So they, um, let's see, where are we now? Uh, there was a, yeah, they chased after the boy. I'm sorry, I was a little lost my my (laughs) track of where I was here. (laughs) There was, uh, oh, yeah, so they go, um, Mark and his brother go to the IA cave, even though, um, well, I think it's fine that they're going to the cave initially, but one thing I, I did notice as they go off, uh they say like his mom their mom makes a reference of uh, in a wild crocodile. I couldn't help but think of yeah. uh Amit there. Like that's yep. sort of reference. Influence or yeah, uh Yeah, there's definitely Um
1: I was gonna say something now I forgot, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs>
0: so on their way to the cave, uh, there it starts raining, and they say, you know, one of them makes a comment, you know, their mom doesn't want them. Uh, yeah. They're not supposed to go to the cave when it's raining, I guess. And um, along the way, we see Stephen actually step on a small skeleton of Conchu on the ground for one reason or, or, or another. Is yeah.
1: it foreshadowing, or do you think it was inf- he was already influencing at that point of the age? like Kanchi's been around the whole time?
0: It's a good question. I'm not sure about that one.
1: Maybe in next episode <laughs> on this episode who knows
0: yep, so then it's kind of going back and forth between Mark and Stephen at this point. Mark sees um his mom. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I jumped ahead. Um they 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 went to uh, before that, they're they actually go into this cave and, you know, because of the rain, the water's rising. Steven's trying to go after him. He's he's like, "No, don't go in there." Like, don't He keeps trying to chase after him and actually goes into the cave with him. Water's rising, trying to like yell at him to 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 not go down there continuously. And uh goes into the cave more and more. And then and then we see Mark he's at one of the doors and he sees his mom just kind of staring back at him outside of the door. And shortly after that it jumps to a funeral scene as you know I'm thinking like some of this is going through my head like this is this is all seems kind of obvious that it's going to that this is going to be the case at this point. And you know the their mom, whose I guess name is Wendy, says she just wants a Roro back. I guess that was the that was the brother. Um, yeah, was his name Ronan or something. Maybe. Ronin? Oh, I don't I don't know. Roro. No, Roro like, was. I'm not trying to say Ronan like like yeah. like <laughs> Hawkeye her. or something, but you know <laughs> Hawkeye or Ronan okay. the Destroyer or any of those other. Wait, is that was? Oh yeah, Ronan. It's spelled Ronan slightly differently, but, uh, yeah. And this. So I'm sure it's short for something, but we don't exactly know. Uh, yeah. The
1: accuser, not the destroyer,
0: though. Oh, accuser, gotcha. Yeah, thank you for being my, my Marvel uh, spell check or whatever. Dictionary? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Herschel said, dead body setting up at a desk. Typical office on a Monday. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. They were translucent, but I thought they were more like jellyfish in de- density. Is he talking about the, uh, I don't know if he was talking about the quartz. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, sorry, I can only catch your comments once in a while here as we're going through this. But, uh, yeah, so then we see Mark coming down from the stairs, and he, she, like, really takes it on and She's pissed, like, the, blaming it all on him entirely. I felt um bad for him like Yeah, it's not cool. That's horrible. She starts yelling at him and everything at this I think it was at the funeral or wake or whatever it may have been, but uh First, it, yeah, yeah, it was. Then it jumps to uh Mark's birthday, he's sitting at the table, his dad's like calling up to his wife and she's not coming down. So he you know, his dad tries to just say you know she's sick not able to make it to his birthday just around the she's drinking she table just up there drinking right yeah which we uh we do actually see right away cuz then it jumps to another birthday um where she then she's there but she's approaching the table with bottle in hand bottle and glass and uh mm-hmm. sits down and of course starts she starts talking about you were always jealous of, of him and, and you know, accusing him of of things, of course unfairly, and throw he throws something down on the table and then runs upstairs. Runs, yep. And I think uh, it was
1: like a hat or something. It's gotcha. Anything crazy? I think I don't know.
0: So. Um, Steven goes to chase after him up the stairs, opens, he's about to open the door, and then we get Mark runs and sort of pulls him, pulls him away, and there's actually a lot of fighting back and forth here, like sort of.
1: And they, then he pulls him away, and then they go outside, like some of they were just outside then. So, okay.
0: Yeah, it, it's just like, I think it, it switches between the memories that each are experiencing kind of back and forth and so mark he let's see yeah they're fighting and then uh mark is uh in the next scene an uh older version of him like a uh teenage version teenage. i guess and cuz before this he was i don't know he was probably 10 or or younger i don't know Something like this, but then, yeah, he had
1: been like ten to twelve at the time, and then he probably was eighteen when we saw him this next time,
0: right, so in this memory it's it's mark it's just walking off from the family he has a packed bag and he's his dad's trying to convince him to stay, and that um he didn't want to lose you know two sons, and um I think at this point he convinces I think his dad convinces him to stay and um Mark and Mark and Stephen keep fighting at this point. I think he's he like tackles him at some point because he just really, I guess, because Mark doesn't want him to know about all these, a lot of these memories that he's kind of being forced into. Mm. And uh, so then we get to taken into another desert scene, um, and Mark's you know more is being revealed he thought he was a mercenary and then it shows he starts talking uh mark starts talking about his history about how he he went AWOL from the military and then a mercenary yeah and then he had this he said it was his old CO bushman which mm-hmm. uh so bushman was the guy's name or the
1: CEO's his last name was Bushman. Okay. Probably. There is so, reference to it, but I don't know much about him. Yeah. He's just a, like a villain that could. They technically, he's like I think he's like where what Arthur Harrow is right now, and mm. but, but he didn't kill his. You know, he didn't do any stuff that Bushman
0: did. Right, but what he did, what so what this Bushman did was he, um, Mark got hired from him to raid this tomb. And, you know, there's just bodies everywhere, including Layla's father, of course, is there, which was revealed in the last episode. And so everyone there is dead, except we see Mark crawling inside of this tomb, Khonshu's tomb, right? And he's he crawls in there for one reason or another, I don't know, why he went in there in the first place, but what he did, he was I think to drawing... co-
1: get cover. Just, yeah, it's probably just to get covered. I that's, yes, makes sense. probably the yeah. smartest thing he did is go and try to just make sure he just
0: right he's in a spot where he, you know, so he happens to wind up right in front of Conchus, you know, large statue statue. And he's about to, this is like, again, very, very, uh, risque for Disney, but, uh, it's about to he pulls a gun out and he's ready to, you know, shoot himself under under his chin and and then we Pop hear himself? Yes. <laughs> and then we hear uh Kanchu, of course, he says, What what a waste and starts talking to him and Mark is, of course, very uh surprised and confused who is talking to him and everything and he says that he's um basically if Kanchu asks if he's if he's going to uh, devote himself to Kanchu and everything and uh, you know that he would basically let him live. More and be,
1: he even said, he said, the, no, he didn't say it. Did he say something about being? Oh, he said, be my protector. Protect,
0: of, yeah.
1: Of the night or something of the. Something about the people at night.
0: Yeah. I can't remember that. Ne- I believe this is actually where he ends up even using the name Moon Knight, like, specifically, like, mm-hmm. that is Konshu's. uh... It's like, be my Moon Knight. Right. Won't you be my Moon Knight? <laughs> <laughs> and um, so after, so it shows the whole thing about him, how he, he says, he does end up saying yes, obviously, and we see the the first official transformation into well, chronologically <laughs> into Moon Knight, the all the bandages reveling, you know, over him and everything. Into the suit. And uh and of course it's being marked. it is it is Moon Knight and not Mr. Knight at this point. But uh
1: <laughs> Dang it you, Mr. Knight. <laughs>
0: And because of them witnessing this memory, they see that the scales are starting to balance a little bit for whatever reason. Like, they're starting to, I guess, understand each other better or something like, you know, along those lines. And then we're taken back to the boat. And, oh, because there's, like, rumbling happening. They're, they don't know what it is initially. They get they go back to the boat, and they see um, uh, Taurat, uh, makes a comment about how there's too many souls coming down from, presumably from Harrow. At least they, Stephen and Mark, make that connection. You know, there's too many prejudged souls. Mm-hmm. And you can see them, like, literally shooting down from the sky. And um, so so Tarawet, Tar- I don't know why that's so hard to say for me. <laughs> Tar- Tal- Talret. 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 Tal-ret uh, talks about how one thing they could do is go back to Osiris's gate to be able to get out to stop Harrow, essentially. And they... Yeah, I mean, so they still need to balance the scales, though. To be able to even get through these gates, but but so Turret, um Turret <laughs> spins the boat around, and uh, yeah, does a one eighty, and um, one eighty to where though? Yeah, to the to the gates of Osiris, right? That's yep. where they need to head to, and. They, so they're trying to figure. All right, we gotta we gotta figure out how to balance these scales more. And Mark, uh, there's there's one room he just really does not want to go back into. He's he's like so much so that he he just starts, you know, screaming and slapping himself in the face, freaking out, mm-hmm. which then takes us right back into Harold's office where he. Um, he Harold's you know still talking to him in there and he's he's doing the same freak out in front of him and so mark is <clears throat> Harold is talking about how how proud he is of mark how much progress he's made and all this and mark's like i know there's he's got a glass of water he he hands him a glass of water and um mark's looking down in the glass presumably because he can't see, like, Stephen's reflection in there or anything still. hmm And so, they, Harold makes a comment about, he asks him if he knows if Stephen created the consciousness of Mark or vice versa, and he's used the specific examples about if, uh, he says something about the death of someone, right? I don't remember whose death they refer to in this specific scenario. Mother. Okay, mother. so he does say the mother in this. Um, whether or not the death of his mother caused the uh the creation of of Stephen, or if or if um hit all of his other past experiences, uh, presumably killing types of things created um. I guess I would be creating Stephen too. <laughs> yeah. Um, either way, Please. yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But you know, he's basically asking the question whether or if, who created you know created whom, and mm-hmm. um, Harrow, Doctor Harrow at this point says he needs to open up Dr. to Stephen. Doctor Harrow. Doctor Harrow. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Oh, and
1: he opened, he says that, doesn't he? Don't they go back in that room, Stephen's childhood room? Or get, like, zapped there or something?
0: (laughs) Yes, um, they do, but there's one thing. Harold makes a comment about um, that he needs to open up to Stephen, which I thought Mm -hmm. was interesting. I I was like, okay, he's he's actually maybe being helpful here. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Which I didn't expect. Not for sure he was just going to be sort of the bad guy here, but uh, this version of Harrow, maybe not. And uh, so, yes, they are taken to um, Mark's room, um, and it's got Mark, again, the younger version of Mark, um, crouched down in front of his dresser, and his his mom's banging on the wall and he he's, he kept saying like he's it's it's my mom? it's not it's my, mom. my mom it's not my mom and uh yeah she keeps banging on the door he's he's terrified obviously of this he doesn't wants it, wants us all to go away and um so then after a while in there we see him literally create Steven for the first time and he's like Transports into, um, starts talking about how, like, oh, these, these, these crayons and everything, and this needs to be tidied up. Like, he turns into, um,
1: oh, it turns into Steven?
0: Yes. Kind of turns into a little bit of a clean freak there, like, just to sort of suppress all of this, and, um, starts tidying up his, his room a little bit there. And then we see it pan up to the poster of that, that movie with Steven Grant. So that, showing that he gets that specifically from uh, from that movie is how he came up with the Steven persona. And then, you know, we see his mom comes in and grabs a belt right away, and it's like, ah! Pans away from that, and, and Mark, you know, Steven wants to kind of witness this, and Mark won't let him, he takes him aside, and says, you're not meant to see that because you were created to... To not see that, right?
1: Right. That's his whole career. Why did he lose career? Basically, what is it? Like a scapegoat. That's what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Mm-hmm. Herschel Kuhn Mufasa, remember who you are. Nice. (laughs) Uh. When danger is near,
1: Stephen Grant has no fear.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well done. (laughs) Um he won't let him see the rest, and then and then Steven actually punches Mark. Uh just kind of gets him back from, from the previous episode, I guess, in a way, but uh kind of surprises both of them. I think each of them is surprised by it, and uh uh I guess it's Mark makes comment about his mom dying.
1: Oh yeah, he's like, My mom's my mom's not dead. My mom's not dead.
0: Right. Which we and I think we called it one of a, one of us may have called it earlier in like the maybe the first episode even or no second one. Well, that's the only,
1: it's only first, second, yeah,
0: had to be the second because because it was Layla in his apartment, um, and they they make comments about how he's staying in his his mom's flat or whatever his mom's flat, and mm. I think um, she makes a comment like you talking to your mom again kind of a thing like yeah, so so oh, even
1: man, I, I, that's that was, that's true i didn't even think of that one so about that comment
0: so even mark was hiding the fact that his mom had died i guess even to layla right mm-hmm. but uh then we are uh after after that's revealed and and steven's denying you know that that didn't happen that She's still alive. Um, then we're taken back again to Harrow's office. And uh, this time, because it goes, it goes back and forth between the two before finally showing.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. This time was Steven got in there and also he threw the water at Harrow.
0: Splashes <laughs> the water funny. into Harrow's face. He's like, he's like, what? And then he's all super apologetic because he's not, he doesn't. This is, he doesn't this, comprehend who it is, <laughs> right? For obvious reasons, and we're this is the first time seeing Stephen in in Harrow's office, in Doctor Harrow's office, and um, he's Harrow. very very apologetic initially. Like, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And then we right away get uh, Harrow uh, saying, "Stephen, Stephen, is that you? I haven't heard from you in a while." You know. And the best line in the whole episode, which actually kind of wants to make me <laughs> bump up the uh, my rating a little bit, is the calls, he points out, he's like, oh, I see you've got the glasses there in the tiny stash or whatever. He says he's oh, yeah. very Ned Flanders, <laughs> which I thought was, <laughs> yeah, was awesome. That was good. That one really got me good. Um, and um, they they go into his mother and he's, you know, insisting his mother's alive and everything, and 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 Hero says, like, oh, my mistake, my mistake, here, let me, let me, let me ring her, she's like, he's like, I don't, she doesn't answer, he's like, no, we've got her, we've got her number on file, and everything, and he just, he's starting to call her, and uh the, so he does, or he pretends he does, whatever he, he does there, and then she's like, okay, yeah, I've got her on, and hands it to Steven, and Stephen slowly uh you can see it in his eyes, slowly coming to the realization that she's not alive and she's not there. Even before he actually takes the phone, um he's like, My mom my mom's dead. Um and then we hear the the uh dial right. tone. tone. Yep. Uh, which then takes us to the uh <laughs> Oh well, I better tidy up before Mum sees. Yep. Um yeah. sorry, I'm a little behind here, but so then we're taken to another funeral, and we see his father, you know, has aged a bit at this point, and we see him walking to the window. And um outside is the scene we had seen earlier in one of the doors where it's uh Mark in front of a vehicle, and he's his father sort of gestures for him to come in, and he's just not having it. He's got a flask um, by the vehicle out there, and you know, obviously, is avoiding the funeral at all costs. And he's he's wearing. I had to look this up. I thought it was like I thought it was called a yarmulke, but it's I guess it's a kippa or a I guess it's y- yama- yarmulke. It's like spelled. Y A R M U L K E. I thought
1: it was Yamaka.
0: But if you look that up, I think that is the spelling. I think the, the second word here is actually the spelling of it. Um, it's just basically pronounced yarmulke, but, um hmm. So yeah, he walks off and he, he he breaks down onto the onto the ground and or the street, I guess he's sort of in the street and and rips that off, off his head and throws it on the ground and starts pounding it in the ground. And, um yeah, so shortly after that, you know, he's obviously going through so much stress and so much trauma that he, uh again, transforms into Steven and just kind of, like, <laughs> looks around like, where, where am I? Like, wondering where he went and then he you No, know, my thought is
1: i yeah. was like thought i was thinking like why is he i wonder how he feels when he woke up because i mean mark was just drinking a lot
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: steven would with woke up like he's gotta still be drunk and be like why am i drunk
0: yeah you that's know, actually i mean <laughs> why I...
1: I was thinking about them like why how because i mean you're in the same body your your body literally is not going to just Oh, uh, alcohol's gone because new conscience is in
0: there. I mean, you say that, but I, I think I have heard of like people that have actual, uh, what is it? It's actually Disassociative GID. Identity Disorder, I think is the new name for split personality. I think I've heard... the well, like, short, D I D Yeah, I think I've heard that the mind can trick the body or something like that. I mean, some of it, I don't know you know how how true that can be exactly, but... The movie Split has me uh, <laughs> convinced. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Turn into a giant beast that can crawl on walls, apparently. Um, <laughs> spoiler, I guess, for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's wandering around at this point trying to figure out where he is and everything and then he actually picks up his phone and pretends he's talking to his mom like, oh yeah, mom, I got lost yeah. again, mom. mom, <laughs> mom. And, okay, uh, mom. So the thing I didn't expect, though, is that this was, I guess, only two months ago that it yeah, was this is that recent. recent. And, <laughs> and this
1: is when they, this is even when they said this, this is when the two consciences, consciences, mm-hmm. started to mold together. Or yeah, so they could know. They actually were like, "Oh, what the heck? Why are you here?" How is this happening?
0: Right, right. It's when it started becoming more of a of a problem, I guess. And uh, I guess that was in Shiva, not Shiva, but I guess the the city or town is called Shiva. It sounds like, and I guess that's in that must be in Egypt, right?
1: No, the Shiva is something. I think that's a Jewish ritual, like because that's a like a funeral or something he's talking about. Mm. Thought.
0: Okay, well, I, Shiva, this,
1: I, I believe Shiva is Jewish.
0: Yeah, I thought they had said she died in, in there, but I could be wrong about that. Says, uh, let's see, my deities of Hinduism—that's different. Anyway,
1: because I mean, he had a yarmulke. On. I mean, yeah, Judaism.
0: Shiva. Yeah. He was a week
1: long mourning period in Judaism for the first three relatives. The ritual is referred to as sitting, sh- sitting Shiva in English. The Shiva gotcha. period lasts for seven days following the burial.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And Herschel has a, another definition here, meaning seven, seven day period of formalized mourning. Okay. stay corrected. One thing I did pick up on is he's, as he's walking uh, down the road, there's a like Milwaukee Avenue. I noticed he, he mentions oh, yes. his. Mom on the phone, hey, which Milwaukee,
1: yeah. Milwaukee
0: <laughs> right? I guess he's um, I don't know where where that is then exactly, but um, there's a
1: Milwaukee Ave down in Chicago, I believe.
0: In Chicago, could be, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like there's a Chicago Ave in Milwaukee, I think, <laughs> or not. Well, yeah. Maybe, huh. Is there? I don't <laughs> know.
1: <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's a Chicago. Uh, I have up in where we live
0: in Milwaukee, so well, I know there it used to be well, yeah, for Milwaukee specifically, like all the roads that are named like that were like were like lead from the the towns and the cities that they actually came from but um mm-hmm. anywho uh maybe this is in chicago uh
1: Stephen, I, I think it is in Chicago that's where Mark is from Chicago, okay, and that's where the
0: that's where the the institution is also allegedly, but Yep. Put him would make sense. Seattle. Right.
1: Um, the asylum.
0: So then we do get Mark and Steven. Uh we get Steven after witnessing all of this telling Mark it's that it's not his fault. And I think that also helps balance the scales a little bit more at this mm-hmm. point. Sort of just understanding each other, both personalities more again. And uh, so we're taken back to the boat once more. And as they are nearing the, the gates of Osiris, and uh, Taurit makes a comment about that the scales never balanced, and she's like, I'm sorry, she was, she was really rooting for them. So then the unbalanced souls of the Duat must now claim...
1: Take them. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, both. Which I don't it was, know if it's did one you notice? Or... It
1: was, did you notice Mark was saying, "Oh, here comes," because he was naming off all those dead people in the, that one room. Those were all the people he killed in,
0: in the right. past. Right. Right. So
1: they were literally all coming back to come and get him and take him down.
0: Yeah, that's. I guess I didn't mention. But I they guess... weren't
1: going after Stephen.
0: Uh, yeah. Right. They went
1: after Mark. They didn't go after Stephen.
0: Stephen's... They left him alone. Not really there, maybe so, I don't know. <laughs> right, but but
1: Talret can see him. So yeah, Not especially
0: because a- literally took because she said
1: the she said the the uh, the inst- those plane the ancestral planes are just pocket dimensions of of floating unconscious or consciousness uh, unconsciousness or something like that. So it's where your conscious goes when you die. Basically,
0: mm-hmm. is what she's saying. Gotcha, so and also, so there's two
1: consciences, so the one mark is bad the bad one to them, this other one they're like, whatever, so if Mark would have you know if it would changed, and Stephen didn't, didn't get knocked over, that what you're getting to I getting to, yeah, exactly <laughs>
0: uh and and also worth noting again that there were two separate hearts that that tower took as well. So um yeah, these these uh I don't call them like Tuscan Raiders, but like not like they're literal sand people, like people comprised of sand, uh that I guess and I didn't mention before that um uh, that yeah, like you alluded to, uh, uh Mark recognized every person in that in that room before uh that he'd mm-hmm. killed and you know, there's a comment made about um, you you remember all of them? He says like you try killing someone. Cause he he remembers every right area that they were it killed. Makes
1: sense. I mean, it makes sense if you do that kind of stuff. You probably won't forget that.
0: I think they've used that exact trope, and I think I I remember that in another movie oh, I've before. Heard in like, another movie probably done sure. time and time again. But um, yeah, these he does. I think he, like you said, he he just says the same thing again when they start climbing aboard the ship. Um, starts naming the the cities where he killed them again, and um they start swinging and slashing, at it swinging a bat and slashing with a knife at him and everything. And um, I don't remember if any of them. Did you recognize any of them from previous that we had seen prior? Or they were just all kind of random people, maybe.
1: It was random. I, I yeah, they looked all like dead and stuff.
0: Right. So, uh, one of the The dead, uh, the unbalanced souls uh, pulls uh, puts a a rope around his neck, and and another one gets him to the edge. And I notice one one of them's faces caved in the sand, caved in one of their faces and everything because they're um yeah yeah, not very solid, I guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they get him the edge, and so Stevens uh, his way of of not getting them to pull them off of the edges to uh pull the the steering mechanism whatever lever I guess uh to uh the opposite direction so that uh they swing hard to port yes <laughs> from thieves uh, or something but uh yeah they go sand of these ah uh, yes good call uh they so they get pushed the other direction, um, which temporarily helps because then Mark gets a bit. hit in the face with a bat, <laughs> uh, which couldn't feel good. And um, then <clears throat> Steven just decides to start kicking some serious ass after that. He <laughs> like goes into adrenaline mode or something and uh, hits – Hits one of the. I keep wanting to call them zombies, but that's kind of what they are, I guess. <laughs> They're like sand
1: zombies. Yeah, call exactly. oh, that. Sand zombies.
0: <laughs> Sounds good.
1: Because they were making a kind of noise. Yeah. I mean, when you heard them, I'm like, okay.
0: Exactly. So then, uh, Stephen hits hits one or a, a few of them, I guess. One of them gets hit with the bat, six. and he yells six, which I guess is he says uh, he prefers cricket, which I don't know anything about really, but.
1: It's a long game right here. It can be like a few days it takes
0: to finish a game. Right. Why would you want to do that? Oh that is yeah, that's nuts. Um uh, so then uh yeah. Mark is uh let's see, so so then Mark again is, is being held at the edge by one of the the sand zombies and Stephen rushes for him, goes over there and and tries to knock the guy off, but he gets f- grabbed and flung over the edge instead. Um, Does
1: he get grabbed, or he kind of just more like grabbed that sand
0: guy and just took him with him, didn't really think I, he yeah, I did. I guess that's <laughs> no. what happened. Either way, he he winds up over the edge. Yeah, it seemed not great. <laughs> he just flew no. over, and um, he tried, he's trying to catch up with the boat. He's not he's not able to go very fast, obviously, in the sand, and uh, and you know, it
1: looked like everything was getting heavier for him to move because the sand was like taking over.
0: Yeah, and the sand started taking over his his body, and uh, you know, Mark's calling like, "Ron, catch up, catch up, or whatever." Um, and he's, I think, Mark was also trying to get Tower to to stop, stop stop the boat or whatever, but she's nowhere to be found at this point and um yeah so Stephen does he starts turning into sand and can't catch up with the boat turn, well then,
1: then turn, he, she comes out of nowhere and says you're balanced or the, the scales are balanced
0: yeah that's right and that then, was weird how she was just gone during right up well, until she that like point like
1: disappeared for that whole part and then she just must have realized oh look at your scales of balance and done and then you go then she, they moved into the field of uh, reed,
0: reed, reeds? Field of reeds this goes right right into him pretty much after yeah, after she points out the scales balanced and poor uh but yeah, poor Steven got kind of almost like a like turned to stone sort he's of in like a frozen
1: stone state, but
0: but he's a that's... presumably one of the one of the uh, unbalanced Sandman or something, but then again, now that it's a little confusing because yeah, now that Mark is balanced, how that what what happens to Steven exactly? But oh, we'll find out because yeah, he Next looks episode right. He looks um right now. He looks like he's going to turn into one of those same uh, sand zombies. So uh, or is now? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, but. Yeah, wait, it was used in Grey's Anatomy. I remember every patient I've ever lost and their spouses. Yeah, maybe, oh God, maybe it was Grey's Anatomy <laughs> or something. I used to watch that show a little bit, actually. <laughs> um, Me too, man. Oh, he said they did it on the show. APW said they did it on the show Weeds, too. So the answer was right. love the whole time. <laughs> um, oh, and then so in the field reads, show- yeah, showing Mark in there. And uh, there's this Spanish music playing uh, in the background also. Um, and then it just pretty much cuts away. It's our end scene at that point. So and then it
1: will lead us to the next last episode, which we won't be doing next Wednesday. Cause I'm going to a baseball game. May the fourth be with me.
0: <laughs> yes. May the fourth be with you. And uh, also I'm jealous. Um, so my Yoda shirt. <laughs> nice. We might end up doing that, uh, again next Saturday. We'll see. But, uh, uh, one last no, thing. No, well, we can't
1: unless you're going to that same event on Saturday as me.
0: Right? Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what we're doing. <laughs> Just because these last couple episodes yeah. have been not not uh, convenient for that. But uh, before we go, uh, of course, we must uh, we must play uh 4.1 for this one. It's a little a little lower. Than the others. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't. This was not my favorite episode. I mean, it honest. was
0: kind of all over the place. It was good, or it was okay,
1: but yeah, it was too bounce, 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 bounce. No, I'm good. <laughs> I don't like. if will too. Uh, here's the thing: what which one is real? Which 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 one is the real one? Which scene is actually real? Doctor Harrow real? Yeah. Or. Tower real.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. Thank you for the follow, unorganized mess. Uh yeah, I I don't know what all this there's a lot. There's a lot to really uh um...
1: here's my take on it. I think Taurett's real because if you think about it uh in the beginning when you had you had the or Mark was all beat up, right? And I said that was Jake. Mm-hmm, but then all of a sudden he came back to the asylum and then he came back later on to Dr. Harrow, and his face was fine. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the giveaway.
0: So do you think, so the, do you think the first scene, uh, in the Alps, because his face was also bloodied like that. Do you think that was, I think that was Jake. Gotcha. Cause even,
1: even in, even in Egypt, when, when Mark was uh, on the top of the roof and stabbed that guy and he asked Stephen, what'd you do? And he's like, "Stephen's like, I, well, I didn't do that. Why'd you do that? He's like, I didn't do this. Who, it's not you. Who who did it? Jake, Jake Lockley.
0: Okay. Those
1: are, the t- those are the times when they're killed. Like, well, Mark has killed, but that was one that he didn't probably, but there's times in there where it's like, oh, okay, this is Jake started mm-hmm. figuring it out. And nice. so the asylum the asylum's not real. Well, I mean, no, it. Uh, Doctor Harrow's not real. Asylum's real because it's in the the part of the Duat. That's real. That's well, what we're really seeing.
0: Well, and the one thing I I guess we also didn't mention was that uh, Toweret makes a comment about how you make that what you are familiar with. So, mm-hmm. in the case of Mark or Steven one of, or both, uh, that's what they. Um, they have an asylum in their head. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I think that will about do it for this episode. Uh, thank you. Thank you all for listening. And if you want to write into us, it's DizNerdsPlus, DizNerds plus all spelled out, at gmail.com, and website's com. Hopefully, eventually, we'll get back to recording Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central <laughs> uh, mm. with some of the upcoming shows. Help. But that's at twitchtv shavemadox. I am at shavemadox. Mike is at cool as a cucumber. Replace all the C's with K's. It's that simple. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and simple that. that'll be it. Thank you so much for everyone. Thanks to uh, AP Dubs and Herschel and uh, our Unorganized Mess. Appreciate it. Thanks. Every one of you. <laughs> everyone, have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.